Broadcasting from down on the bayou, it's the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, powered by Lake Area Media, LLC. And now your hosts, David Boston and Patrick Fry. And welcome to episode 107 of the AMP Wrestling Podcast. And Patrick, yesterday it almost came crashing down, bro. Why is that? Google almost took us off of everything. Well, we almost uh, didn't have an email or a YouTube page. Well, that wouldn't be a good thing. No, apparently we're doing some nefarious stuff <laughs> that they're not down with. Because I got an email saying, "Hey, we're going to disable your account because essentially you're doing stuff against our guidelines." And they didn't specify what these things that we were doing that no. didn't meet their guidelines. Yeah, and I'm thinking it can't be because of the emails, because the only emails we get are from our affiliates saying, you're not selling a damn thing, Average Marks. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It would be nice if they specified what we were doing wrong, and so that way we don't do it again. Yeah. Or maybe we will, just because, yeah. you know, screw the rules. But yeah, exactly. Um, I hope it's not the music. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it could be. We're we're gonna continue to do things uh, the the way we're we're doing it because uh, at the end of the day we're still here. Yeah, yeah. And screw you, Google. There's other fish in the sea. We're on Twitch. We're on every podcast platform in the world. We can go get some emails somewhere else. We can go to Mixer if we want a second platform to put our video on. We don't need you. No, we we don't. But it's still a nice platform to have. <laughs> I, I guess you can say, but. We certainly don't want to do anything to to make them upset. Yeah. And speaking of affiliate links that we're not selling anything at, man, I could have used some CBD this week. Got another gout attack in the foot. That's not good. No. But, uh, yeah, check out our sponsor for this video or this podcast. It is tinyurl.com forward slash CBD for you. That's CBDFOR. Y O U. Always 50 to 80% off on their store. And sometimes, Patrick, they got clearance in there up to 90% off. That's big time right there. Yeah, we're talking vapes. We're talking edibles like candy, chocolate. Now, chocolate sells out pretty quick. So you yeah. got to keep your eye on the chocolate. Yeah, because a couple of times I wanted to go on there, get some chocolate, because who doesn't love chocolate? Exactly. Unless you're like maybe a diabetic, but I love chocolate as just as much as the next guy. And I told myself, you know, looking through all the products, that chocolate stuff looks pretty good. And every time I go on there, sold out. Yeah. And I'm like, well, shoot. And I guess I just always catch it on a bad day where everyone buys out the chocolate. So, you know, I guess I'm missing out on the chocolate CBD. But one one of these days, I'll I'll I'll, I'll be in the right place at the right time. And we'll be able to get me some CBD chocolate. Right. They also have oil that you can put on your tongue to get the maximum absorption rate of the CBD. They also have the Delta 8 THC up there. Right now, it is totally legal, Patrick. Yeah. And I hear it gives you a little buzzy buzz buzz. It gives you the, that's the fun stuff right yeah, there, as I apparently. like to say. Yeah, I guess so. So check it out. It's our sponsor. And it's an affiliate link, so if you buy anything at the website, they're not going to add anything to your cart. It's still going to be 50 to 80% off, but they're just going to, you know, for the traffic that we generate, which right now is zero, uh, they're going to send... That's a little bit, hey. (laughs) They're going to send your boys a commission. So check it out, tinyurl.com forward slash CBD for you. That's C-B-D-F-O-R-Y-O-U. All right. On today's episode number 107 of the the AMP Wrestling Podcast, still getting Mm -hmm. used to that there. Uh, for Thursday, July 29th, 2021, if I can pull it up here. 
Uh, we missed last week. You had some, uh, uh, I guess, a, a family commitment to make, so to speak. Well, I'll tell you what went down in our cheap heat section. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in, in, in cheap heat. That should be very entertaining coming up, folks. You don't want to miss that. <laughs> so we missed last week, and over the last two weeks, uh, in the world of professional wrestling has just been on fire, so yes. there's a lot to talk about. Or at we're least gonna... one promotion has. Yes. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about... Uh, obviously, CM Punk and Daniel Bryan reportedly have both signed with AEW. We're going to talk about that. Also, last night was Fight for the Fallen. We got a bit of a, I guess, a CM Punk tease, if you will, mm-hmm. last night. Also, some great stuff happening last night. Look ahead to next week's AEW Homecoming show. They're going back to Daly's Place next week for the last time, hopefully in a while, because there are already rumors swirling in the world of professional wrestling that maybe with the rise in covid cases Screw with you delta strain yes this delta strain is obviously running rampant all over the country at this point and cases are starting to 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 rise again it's the fourth wave i believe of covid since this whole thing started a year and a half ago and there's rumors that you know if it gets worse if it gets to a point AEW, WWE, all the wrestling promotions, either, you know, depending on who you are, will have to shut down or, you know, the WWE will have to go back to the Thunderdome, which we don't want that. AEW will have to go back to Daly's Place with limited fans. We don't want that. Uh, we want full capacity crowds again because it has just been a breath of fresh air over the last couple of weeks seeing crowds and hearing the reactions for, for whoever. And whatnot. It's been so nice, and it makes me want to watch wrestling, at least WWE again. It makes me want to watch it a little bit more now that there are fans. And hopefully, and I saw that, you know, Nevada has implemented this indoor mask mandate now, and SummerSlam is taking place in Las Vegas. So, will wrestling fans have to wear masks at SummerSlam? I would think so, based on what I just said. So we'll, we'll we'll see what happens with that, but can they move it like to Florida? Uh well, or Texas? Well, I don't know if they want to do that. I mean, they got uh, you know they got Allegiant Stadium. That's the, the stadium apparently they wanted. They wanted an NFL stadium that I think I forgot what the capacity was. At least sixty something thousand people in there. There, yeah. and then with the floor, they might add more. So they might be. A, 70,000, give or take, maybe 10,000, but it's going to be a packed house. It's going to be the largest wrestling show held uh, since the pandemic, for sure, uh, as far as capacity goes. So uh, looking forward to that. I'm hoping, um, I think everything between now and then, you know, we'll expect fans. I'm hoping, you know, the future beyond that is, you know, we still have fans at shows going forward, but. Yeah, my mom caught the Delta strain. And- oh, yeah. Bruh, she was sick for like two and a half weeks. Sick as a dog. Yeah, that, that Delta strain. Had to go strain, to the hospital multiple times. Yeah, that Delta strain is uh, apparently is no joke. Yeah. But anyways, back to, to wrestling. Uh, so AEW Homecoming next week. Uh, John Cena is back. Uh, he he returned at Money in the Bank. Three moves of doom. It's five. But oh, <laughs> dang it. It's five moves of doom. But it is. Uh, they are dubbing it the, the Summer of Cena. Uh, so uh, we'll talk about that coming up. Also, we'll look ahead to SummerSlam as well. Mm-hmm. And we got the cheap heat segment. We kind of previewed that a, yeah. a little while ago. Well, you know, you got some cheap heat to Dang to right, get out dude. there as well. And then we got some stuff in the rumor mill. Uh, rumor mill about uh, more WWE layoffs. 
Becky Lynch's return. When the hell is mm-hmm. that going to happen? We've been waiting on that now for yeah. uh, a couple of weeks. And based on the SummerSlam build, I don't know if it's going to happen before SummerSlam. I don't know what they're waiting on, but we'll talk about that. Also, the plans for Karrion Cross. He's been a, a subject of discussion uh, after he lost to Jeff Hardy mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago on Raw. That that's a very interesting situation with Kerry and Cross and WWE right now, and then also Drake Maverick post WWE future. We'll talk yep. about all that in the rumor mill and everything else. All coming up on the Average Marks episode number one oh seven for Thursday, July twenty ninth, two thousand and twenty one. Yeah, find us on your favorite social media platform: Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Just search Amp Wrestling Podcast. Simon, uh, hope I'm saying this right. Diano, Diano, uh, let's just call him Simon. Well, Simon, all right, Simon. Good morning, guys, from Sydney, Australia. Hey! Friday morning here, and I have a day off, so here I am with oh, Simon. Simon reached out to us on Facebook. Well, Simon, yeah, I, that's I, right. I, that's true. So, well, right. welcome, Simon. We appreciate right on, you hanging out. Feel free to join the conversation. We're getting ready to talk a little bit of pro wrestling. Thanks for joining us all the way across the world. Right now, hope uh, hope it's looking good over there in the future. Since you're on Friday, we're still on Thursday over here. <laughs> Into the first topic, which obviously has been the, the talk of the pro wrestling world over the past couple of weeks, and that is CM Punk and Daniel Bryan both reportedly have signed contracts with AEW. Of course, CM Punk, we haven't seen CM Punk in professional wrestling in seven-plus years now. We haven't seen Daniel Bryan since WrestleMania back in April, where... His contract pretty much just ran out WWE, and it would appear that he did not renew that contract. So first, let's talk about Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. before we jump into CM Punk. Uh, Daniel Bryan, uh, it was reported. Well, at first thing, the the first thing that came out, I guess I can go in chronological order here. The first thing that came out was that, or should we call him Brian Brian Danielson? I'll just say Brian, because okay. whether it's Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, we'll call him Brian. Brian. Uh, We'll, we'll talk about CM Punk first. Like I said, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll go back to CM Punk. There was reports that it was, con- I guess it was confirmed. I think it was Bodyslam.net was shout out, shout out to Bodyslam. I think that's who it was. Reported that their sources confirmed that CM Punk was in talks with a pop for a possible return to wrestling with AEW. So, okay, nothing there, but. Certainly, it was one of those reports where your ears kind of perked up and was like, okay, well, this is something to definitely keep an eye on. And then as soon as that news broke, then the Daniel Bryan rumors started to swirl. Of course, I think the Daniel Bryan rumors had probably already been swirling. You know how wrestling fans are on the internet and the dirt sheets. Anything that can they, they can gain traction, clicks, whatever the case may be. Uh, obviously, Daniel Bryan let his contract run out. We haven't seen him on WWE television, so... The longer you don't see him on WWE television, the more that the rumors start to run a little rampant. Well, I, I don't. At this point, I got confused as to who reported what, but then it was basically reported that Daniel Bryan had signed with WWE. Uh, not with WWE, AEW. Mm-hmm. He is not. So he, he is apparently signed with AEW. Rumors are that he is expected to make his debut September 22nd at the New York City show at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Oh, just to shove it in Vince's face. Well, right in his backyard. Yeah, that is a bit of a, you know, screw you, Vince. Dang. Uh, not only are we going to come run your market, we're going to 
you know, debut uh, a guy you had who at one point was the hottest thing you had going about yeah. seven years ago. And we're, you know, he's here now. He's going to be with us now. And obviously, Daniel Bryan is a huge wrestling star. Do you think the yes chant is copyrighted by WWE? That's Can good. he not do the yes chant anymore? I, well, I would think the crowd's going to do it. Uh, exactly. You can't do anything about the crowd doing it, whether because or not. Because they trademarked the Wolfpack sign, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, whether or not Brian will be able to do that, I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. It's going to be interesting. It'll be very interesting because obviously that particular gimmick as what has what is what's gotten him over when he was in WWE. The Yes Movement. That was, was one of the most over things in wrestling history. I mean, it's up there with you know John Cena, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock as far in terms of being over. I mean, it's it's up there. Yeah, and. Whether or not he can bring that to AEW, I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. So, the rumor is he's going to so, debut September 22nd at the Arthur Ashe Stadium show, uh, which is going to hold. I think I saw as of right now they sold like sixteen thousand tickets for that nice. already. I don't know. I think we looked at the capacity. I want to say it's like twenty thousand, maybe give or take a few thousand. So I don't think it's sh- it's sold out yet. But uh, let's put it this way: AEW right now is hitting a stride that is taking them to another stratosphere. It's it's really amazing to see the momentum that AEW is gaining, the talent that they are acquiring just it, it really is awesome because you know obviously AEW debuted 2 years ago, well, yeah, 2 years ago, and then Dynamite came on and you know they they kind of got hot at the beginning there. Then the pandemic hit and I think that really slowed down their momentum, and then ever since they got crowds back, I mean, the crowds just add so much to those shows in AEW, just the type of crowd that goes to those AEW shows, and then all the big surprises they've had so far, the big surprises they got coming, it's it's really a fun time to be not just an AEW fan, but a fun time to be a wrestling fan right now, especially with crowds being back, all the big surprises, the returns, and all that stuff, and having a guy of the caliber of Brian and CM Punk getting ready to show up at a- in AEW man you want to talk about a game changer this is yeah. really going to it's it's sh- it's a seismic shift in, in pro wrestling in my opinion to get these two guys who were are, are arguably i guess aside from Cena the past 10 years two of the biggest stars that WWE has produced, and I would even say in the last 10 years, they, well, maybe not so much CM Punk, but Daniel Bryan definitely has that body of work uh, up there with Cena just in the past 10 years, since 2011. And then, of course, 10 years ago, 2011, the summer of Punk, we all remember that. Uh, That was really what sent CM Punk into another stratosphere there. So, uh, And then, obviously, is falling out with WWE, and I think he just kind of fell out of love with professional wrestling, he obviously tried his hand in mixed martial arts. That didn't go so well. No. And now I think he's he's seeing how much fun it could be to be a part of AEW. And then, of course, you know the Khan's got so much money. Tony Khan probably said, you know what? I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Exactly. And that might have that's probably what happened. Tony Khan said, hey, you know, Phil, CM Punk, whatever you want to call him. I, I'm I'm going to pay you X amount of dollars 
to do, and we're going to do this. We're, you're going to be the the hottest thing. And, you know, you may not start off as the hottest thing, but you're going to be world champion. You're going to have a world title run. You're going to be you're going to you're going to be main eventing. You know, because obviously CM Punk, if you've ever listened to what he wanted at WWE, he wants a main event WrestleMania, the biggest obviously wrestling show there is. He wanted to main event it, and when he says main event it, he wanted to go on last. You know, and this is the opportunity that he's going to get in AEW. It may not be this year, probably next year. I mean, he like I said, he's one of those guys where he's a big enough name. He's a, a well-established professional wrestling name to where he can come in on his first night and win a title, and no one would complain, well, yeah. not one bit. So um, so then the, the, obviously the reports came out that CM Punk was in talks, and Daniel Bryan signed, and then there was reports that the CM Punk deal is a is all but done. They're just waiting to sign it in person, and it, I feel like the next morning, CM Punk, I guess, showed up I don't know if it was to Jacksonville or met up with the cons or whoever, signed his contract, and now he's there. Was AJ Lee there? I don't know. I heard she was writing... That'd be such a nice... She was writing comic book, stuff for comic books or something like Dang that it. now, so... I don't It'd be a nice addition to the women's division. It would it would be. And obviously she's, you know, lovely to look at too. But yeah. um I mean if they're only wrestling like once a month, you know what I mean? Like bring her down too. Let her let her go. Uh, maybe so, but and I, I wouldn't rule that out now that you know, especially if CM Punk goes over there and and I think he's gonna have a very successful career. I think they're gonna book him well. Uh, they've been booking everybody for the most part pretty well in AEW. So I think it's it's going to be nothing but chaos and excitement and when Punk and Bryan show, whenever that may be. Now, when are they going to show up? I've already mentioned that Daniel Bryan, I think the rumors are he's going to show up at the September 22nd show at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Obviously, All Out's coming up in Chicago, CM Punk's hometown. Mm-hmm. And then last night at Fight for the Fallen, they announced August 20th, which is the second edition of AEW Rampage. It debuts a week before the one-hour show, 9 o'clock Central Time on TNT. Oh, it's on TNT or T... I think it's on T- TNT. It's going to be moved to TBS maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But either way, uh, starting August 13th, just scroll the guide at 9 o'clock Central Time, mm-hmm. and it's either going to be TNT or TBS. I think it's going to start off on TNT, though. But And the second edition, August 20th, they're going to be in Chicago at the United Center, I think is the name of the building. Either way, it's going to be in Chicago. And immediately, as soon as that announcement was made last night, a CM Punk chant broke out. And I don't even know if a CM Punk chant has ever broken out on AEW television before until last night. So, obviously, you think Chicago, you think CM Punk. Right. And also, All Out's going to be in Chicago, and I believe the Dynamite and the Rampage before, which is, it's weird. It it seems like it's going to be a weird schedule because August 20th is going to be Rampage in Chicago, and then the following week, I don't know where they're going to be, but then the week after that, or is, I'm trying to think how's it going to go. Yeah, the week after that, I don't know where they're going to be, but then the week after that, they're going to all be they're going to be in Chicago for Dynamite, Rampage, and All Out. It's that first week basically is September 1st, I think September 3rd, and then September 5th. Yeah, let's go to the most dangerous city in America and stay there all week. Well, it's going to be packed with Hardcore wrestling fans, it's going to be awesome. They could probably run a bigger venue and still sell that son of a bitch out. But <laughs> um, I, I expect CM Punk is going to show up 
at one of those Chicago shows. It may not be Rampage on the 20th. It may not be Dynamite on the 1st. It may not be Rampage on the September 3rd. If it ain't any of those three, it's got to be all out on September 5th. He's going to show up. There, there's going to be four Chicago shows, I believe, uh, over that course of like what two or three weeks. I believe he's going to show up at one of those two events. I mean, yeah. why not have CM Punk come out in Chicago to maybe the loudest pop? It could be the loudest pop in a very, very long time in professional wrestling. So yeah. um, I'm looking forward to having both of them show up. I'm going to go crazy when they do. I might even go crazier if one of them comes out and maybe confronts Kenny Omega, the world champion, or whatever the case may be. Um, depending on how they book their debuts could also depend on... Because no, you could have a the show open... Not knowing what's going to happen first, CM Punk or Daniel Bryan's music hits, crowd's going to go absolutely apeshit. Well, they would have to use. Well, maybe CM Punk can use the same music. Yeah, they, but Daniel Bryan would have to use different music. Don't yeah, you think? Daniel Bryan would use different music. Maybe whatever he used on the Indies before he got to WWE, he might use that whenever he was Bryan Danielson. Yeah, uh, CM Punk's cult of personality, which I think is what he used on the Indies, and. He obviously got to use that in WWE, but WWE doesn't have the rights to that song anymore. Right. Living Color, who performs the song, actually, I did. Somebody saw that they did follow AEW on Twitter, but then they unfollowed or on Instagram, maybe it was, and then they unfollowed them. So I don't know. Maybe like fans were catching on. They were like, they didn't think fans were going to catch on, but come on now, they're going to catch on to everything. Just like yeah. they caught on when CM Punk followed AEW on Twitter, and I think he also followed Tony Khan. Or he might have already followed Tony Khan on on Twitter, for all I know. But nonetheless, it's going to be an exciting time uh, to be an AEW fan. A lot of things coming up. Talked a little bit about Fight for the Fallen last night. What a great show that was. Hey, before we move on from this, I got Go two ahead. things. Go ahead. Uh, Daniel went Hulk Hogan on Tony Khan's ass. Because not only is he getting comparable WWE pay, he's getting less dates. Yep. He can wrestle in Japan. Yeah. And... He gets to have the ultimate say in his character. Yeah, and if you want a guy the caliber of Daniel Bryan, you know sometimes you got to give up those uh, those things. And and I'm not I'm not even upset about that because one, th- this this roster at AEW is getting to the point where it's so so full. Like obviously when AEW started, they were trying they were they were pulling anybody they can just for one off just to. Just to get some, I don't even know the word, some substance, I guess, in their roster, fill out their roster. Now, they almost have too many people than they know what to do with. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get two huge names, reportedly, with Punk and Brian, just to add to guys you just already added, like Malachi Black, Andrade. Uh, who else they just added recently? I mean, in in the past handful Paul of White. months, yeah, Paul White. Even though he's not Mark wrestling, Henry. you got Mark Henry. Those are not wrestling guys, right, but they're but, still on TV. Well, Paul's on Elevation. Uh, Mark, I guess, is going to be on Rampage. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. Um, but as far as in ring performers, um, I mean, they got Miro, you know, and they mm-hmm. got uh, which Miro came through, I think, last year sometime. Um, so a lot of big names have come through. Recently, also yeah. Chavo F- Guerrero, FTR? Chavo Guerrero. I don't know if he's yeah FTR. Uh, Chavo Guerrero, even though he's not, I don't think he's going to wrestle. He's just going to manage Andrade. But yeah, and then now Punk and Brian, uh, reportedly. So you got so much roster talent that 
you almost don't even know what to do with. Yeah, you, you got to get a third hour of cable television programming to put more people on. And a guy like Brian, you know, he already said back when he was in WWE when he made that that last, his last run, that would be his last full time run. So, and you know what? The fact that he's going to get to go wrestle in Japan, if he goes wrestle in New Japan Pro Wrestling, that's going to be awesome for New Japan. That's also, also I think, going to be awesome for the New Japan AEW relationship, yes. which to me still seems like it's as strong as ever because um, there were talks, obviously, of WWE and New Japan forming a relationship. That doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. So... Daniel Bryan, or just Brian Danielson, or whatever you want the to call American him, the American Dragon. Yeah, the fact that he wants to work less dates, you know, it's fine. Because um, obviously, th- those dates he's not working on AEW, he'll probably be in Japan. Yeah, working those dates. So, and my second point. Go ahead. Uh, Tony Khan better add Vince McMahon and the whole WWE front office to his Christmas card list because without them mistreating performers or just straight cutting performers in their prime, yeah, AEW wouldn't be this exciting. Um, you, you, you do have a point there. Um, although, and they better be those cards that play music, Tony. Spring <laughs> out for the five dollar cards. Yeah, WWE's mishandling of a lot of their wrestlers had. You know, I'm trying to think of the term that they call it. Uh. One man's garbage is another man's treasure, yes. I guess is the term that uh, is appropriate here. So they got to be sitting in an office building somewhere and going, damn, why can't we make a good decision over here in WWE? I don't know. It's it's amazing. And that all these guys are just flocking over to AEW. And, you know, AEW is the cool factor now. It's the yeah. cool thing to do. Um, fans are so hype about AEW. Fans are not really as hype about WWE. At least stale. It it is a bit stale, and you know that's why we're going to talk about here coming up. John Cena's back. It's it's helping a little bit, I think. Not much. I mean, Cena can only do so much, but that's helping a little bit. But if you've made your two points, yes, one more though. Go ahead. Let me slip in. No, go a, ahead. A point two B. Go ahead. We were talking about it in the studio the other day. You would think with a new show coming to cable TV, they would have have to have some kind of draft because obviously you want to split your talent up because you're starting to get too top guy heavy. Well, here's the thing. Like I wasn't I looked up the details of the new show Rampage last night. It's only a one hour show. Yeah. And it comes on at nine o'clock, which is not the ideal time on a nine o'clock on a Friday. Do you really want to like have one brand of people just for Rampage that I, I just don't think they're going to get the ratings on Friday night that they will on Wednesday night because one, you know, one hour show, you can only do so much there, obviously. What time does SmackDown end? Nine o'clock. Well, you're going to have people flipping over, bro. They're going to have monster numbers. I, Nine o'clock's that, the perfect time. They're going to have, now they're going to have monster numbers for that August 20th show because people think CM Punk is going to show up. They're going to have monster numbers for that show. If CM Punk does not show up on that show, the numbers are going to dra- drastically drop, in my opinion. But I, I don't know. They may. It depends on how they book that one hour because, like I said, it's one hour. It's at 9 o'clock. You know, in, in the pandemic, despite the, the rising COVID numbers, the pandemic is coming to an end, in my opinion, in terms of people just not not giving a shit and uh, just going out, 
you know, on Friday nights, nine o'clock. No, no one, you know, not as many people might want to sit at home and watch wrestling. Uh, I, I will, but I just don't do anything on Friday nights anymore. I don't want to stereotype here, Patrick, but most wrestling fans, probably in the higher 90th percentile of wrestling fans, aren't doing a damn thing on the weekend because A, oh man, I can't believe I'm going to say this. A, they're lonely AF. <laughs> B, that's what they like to do. Yeah. And C, they ain't got no girls. Some do. I, that's Maybe. what I said. 90th percentile. You, there, really hit, you really hit the jackpot if you're laying at home on a Friday night with a, a, a bad bitch that, that actually <laughs> likes wrestling. And yes. just laid up, just half naked in bed with a girl saying, I, you, you, there's that meme where... You want to wrestle? Well, <laughs> there's that meme of that guy and the girl, like they're laying up in bed and it's like the TV screen. And people always change out what's on the TV screen. And like, you just want that one girl that's like, I want this. And it's, you know, you and your girl laying up half naked in bed and then AEW Rampage just yes. popping up on the TV, man. that Now, my girl don't like wrestling and that's fine. That, you know, I, I still love her regardless. Not many but, do. So there's that diamond in the rough. That well, I've met I, I've met I've met a number of girls that are, are big wrestling fans that are you know not ugly. So yeah, they're they're out there. You just gotta you gotta search a little harder for them. Hopefully, they didn't find dudes that don't like wrestling. Wouldn't that be a travesty? That would be boy an ass backwards relationship <laughs> right there. So, um, but anyway, so. Like I said, you have any more points to make? No, no, no. Okay. I'm, I'm good. If you did, that's fine. We can, we can move it right along. If you did, that was fine. But we're going to move on now to Fight for the Fallen, which happened last night. Another great night of AEW Dynamite. My goodness. Damn, it was, was it? it? It sure was. Um, it started off with the uh, the 10-man t- the tag team elimination match, the Elite taking on Hangman and the Dark Order. Hangman and Dark Order's entrance last night was amazing. Arguably one of the better entrances in the history of AEW. Mm-hmm. They played a little package about, you know, what's it like? What is, what is a cowboy? This and that. And it was a really cool video package. And then, like, it went to the arena and, like, all the Dark Order was lined up and, like, the lights came on one by one. And then Hangman's light comes on and the music hits. And it was really cool. Re- really cool entrance. If you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. That match took place. If uh, Hangman and the Dark Order wins, Hangman gets his world title shot, and the Dark Order gets tag team title shots against the Young Bucks. Well, it, it came down to Kenny and the Young Bucks, and then Hangman was left on his own. But I think Kenny ultimately got the the win on a Hangman after he hit the one wing winged angel. Really fun match. I thought Hangman and Dark Order were going to go over here, but the Elite goes over. So I don't know what's going to happen now. Uh, obviously, Hangman is the number one contender. Kenny pins him. How are they going to play this out? I don't know. I mean, I, I was, I'm expecting Kenny versus Hangman for the AEW world title at All Out, which I think could still be the case. But I'll be interested to see how they book it moving forward. Yeah, if they're not ready for Kenny to drop the belt yet, I think they should have waited on this because, God, Hangman is like you look at him and you think, damn, that's the face of a company right there. Good-looking dude, great body, great wrestler. He's over with the fans. That's the guy you want to take the strap off of Kenny eventually. Yeah. Maybe they're thinking in their head, okay, we got Heyman, but we're about to get Daniel Bryanson in here. So maybe we need to squash this for a little bit so that Daniel can get the belt. That is 
that is something I did think about, or or even a punk. But I, I would think right now, if I had my choice of having Brian or Punk go for the world title first, I would do Brian because Brian. Brian's a little more fresh in, he's, in the mind. He's more current, yeah. Yeah, he's more. He's a little more fresh in the minds of wrestling fans. Although I, I believe CM Punk, obviously, you know they've been chanting for him years after he was long gone in WWE. So CM Punk is still in the mind of wrestling fans. But you can you can have that Punk World Title match or feud at any time, mm-hmm. and it's going to hit. Same thing with Daniel Bryan, but I feel like Daniel Bryan is. Like I don't know how to say this. He's I don't want to say he's closer to retiring than than CM Punk is, but I feel like based on what we've heard, Daniel Bryan's wrestling schedule is going to be a little lighter than maybe CM Punk's. And CM Punk, my guy, that might have that same deal that that him that Bryan got, but I really don't know. But you can have that CM Punk feud somewhere down the line, maybe next year, sometime in 2022. But um, certainly Daniel Bryan, I could see him being in a world title picture late this year, if not early next year. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, but I still believe we're going to get Hangman and, and Kenny. I hope so. At, at all out. I think that's going to be a really good match. The story tells itself right there. Obviously, they've had a lot of history together, not just in AEW, but before AEW. Yeah. Also, last night, the main event, man. Boy. Nick Gage and Chris Jericho. You know, it, it's one of those things where – you know it's going to be a hardcore type of match, and you always wonder, you know, how far are these guys going to go? And in your mind, you're thinking they'll probably do this, they'll probably do this, and every single time they have these kind of matches on AEW, they go much further than I expect them to, mm-hmm. and I and I'm pleasantly surprised. Now there were some parts I was like, oh my god, like I don't know if I can watch that. Like, one of the funniest parts of the match, and it wasn't even supposed to be funny, I don't know, unless they did this purposely, but Nick Gage, obviously he has his pizza cutter, that's his his thing, and he's, like, grinding at the forehead of Chris Jericho, and, like, it was one of those things, like, it, I was like, oh, my Lord, like, that that doesn't look good. And as soon as he does that, they get ready to go to picture-in-picture, picture, and the first commercial is a pizza commercial <laughs> where they're using a pizza cutter in the commercial. Uh... And I was like, boy, that, and I didn't catch it at first because when picture in picture comes up, I kind of like I, I go to my, I go into Discord or Reddit, see what people are talking about. I like, I like to go on there and see how people are reacting to certain things throughout the show and whatnot. Yeah. So I didn't even notice that at first, but people were, people were talking about it on Twitter late last night and early this morning about how I mean, as soon as that pizza cutter spot, spot happens, they go to a commercial break, picture in picture. Here comes a Domino's uh, commercial using a pizza cutter. So that was very ironic, but. Another moment, Jericho does the hurricane rana to gauge uh, through some glass, and the glass kind of like flies everywhere. Into the crowd. Yeah, and and so some of the crowd and things of that nature. And they got, of course, Nick Gage brings out the light bulbs. And I mean, Jericho's bleeding everywhere. Gage is bleeding. Oh, dude, it was. Even Brinkman, I was. Brinkman watched it a little bit after I did, and he was like, man, that was part of those matches I just couldn't watch. Or it was hard to watch, at least. I was like, I know, man. It's. They go, they always go so much further. Then I expect them to, but hey, I'm not mad about it. I mean, they tore the house down. Yeah, you know, kudos to TNT because I heard that Tony Khan went to TNT Brass and he he explained how the match was going to be bloody and violent. And uh, they got some big balls over there because they said, go ahead and do it. Yeah. They got was, the green light. Yeah, they sure did. I mean, it was, 
Man, every time they do a hardcore match, even when Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker had yeah. their hardcore match, you know, it was a, it was a lights out match. Uh, they went so much further than I expected them to. So yep. kudos to everybody for really just outperforming, outdoing themselves, and outperforming our expectations. Kudos and, to Jericho, or at least my expectations. Yeah, Jericho, fifty years old. Jericho d- does not need to be doing no. this. Now, someone brought up that this felt like a Chris Jericho farewell tour. These five labors of Jericho, mm. and maybe MJF. You know when it's all like obviously Jericho's going to go through the five labors, and he's going to get the match with MJF at All Out, and MJF is going to come up with the stipulation: if you lose, you have to retire. I hope not. I hope not either. But man, what a what a what a build! Yeah. If that if that is how it gets booked, what a build for that match. Now, of course, next week. MJF after the match Jericho did win last night after the match MJF you know all right cut the music and you know and he also and I did notice this right out the, right out the gate he he made reference to the CM Punk pipe bomb promo remember when he said John Cena while I hope you lay there as uncomfortable as you possibly can, I want you to listen to me. Mm. He pretty much said the exact same thing to Jericho last night. He said, Jericho, Chris Jericho, or Chris, while you lay, while you're over there as uncomfortable or in much pain as I hope you can be or something like that, I know I want you to listen to me. He said that. And I, I immediately, because I've watched that CM Punk, CM Punk pipe bomb promo so many times over the years that like when he said that, I was yeah. like, oh, that, you know, that I've heard that before. So. And of course, he 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 said something about I don't remember exactly how it went, but he said something about obviously your third labor, the third labor. Uh, unfortunately for you, I hold a grudge, and he played some old footage back from November of 2019, where Jericho and, and MJF were in the ring together doing a little promo, and Jericho said something about yeah, while I was wrestling, uh, what's the guy's name? Juventud Guerrero. Juventud Guerrero, while your parents were probably conceiving you or something like that, this and that, and he brought up Juventud Guerrero. So MJF said, well, guess what? For your third labor, you're going to, in a match where you have to win, the only way you can win or pass the labor or whatever is you have to do a move off the top rope and win, you're going to face Juventud Guerrero next week on AEW Dynamite. So... I like how they're bringing in these these one-off guys like a Nick Gage and now a Juventud Guerrera. Yeah. So I'm 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 very intrigued now to see what the fourth and fifth labor is going to be. Someone on Twitter and I, I would, it would be amazing if this happened. Someone said at all costs the fifth labor of Jericho has to be Kevin Owens. Obviously with their history, it's it's not going to happen. No, but my but my God. Can you imagine yeah. how amazing that would be if the fifth labor of Jericho was fucking Kevin Owens? Mm-hmm. Especially after, like I said, their history, the their, their festival of friendship and everything they did a couple of years ago in WWE. But Juventud Guerrero next week, uh, it's going to set up a really you know, fun AEW homecoming next week. Uh, I'm trying to think out what else happened last night that's it's noteworthy of talking about. Hiroshi Tanahashi apparently now is going to challenge... Uh, Lance Archer, who defeated Hikaleo last night for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. That match is actually going to take place at a New Japan show now. I saw they announced that earlier today on on Twitter. So, unfortunately, as of right now, we're not going to get Hiroshi Tanahashi on AEW Dynamite. But later on in the show, John Moxley cut a promo about 
how Tanahashi's been ducking him, and now that he doesn't have the belt, you know, he wants to come after the belt. So he basically called out Tanahashi. So maybe we get a Tanahashi Moxley match somewhere down the line on AEW television, which would be amazing. Speaking of New Japan, who did Chris Jericho feud with in New Japan? He feuded with Omega. He feuded with Naito. I'm trying to remember who else he feuded with. Those are the two I remember the most for sure. Well, that'd be great if one of the levels was Naito. That would be awesome. Since he brought back the Pain Maker. That would be awesome. And maybe he did Okada too because obviously Okada's the Rainmaker. So Chris Jericho called himself the Painmaker. I th- he might have feuded Bruh, with Okada. I can't remember Okada for sure. Okada came back as one of them. That would be a, that would be awesome. Yes, but um, we're gonna. Fi- I, I'm still very curious to find out because obviously the last two have been big surprises with Nick Gage and now Juventud Guerrera yes. next week. Big surprises. So that's, the that's fourth. Stuff. So the fourth and fifth. And I, I love the continuity with the Juventud Guerrera thing. How Jericho just mentioned it. You know, a year almost two years ago yeah. on a Dynamite. So they were probably like, you're going to wrestle Juventud Guerrero next week. And it, it, it's really amazing. So, um, But yeah, other than that, nothing uh, nothing really crazy else, uh, that I can think of happened on uh, Dynamite last night uh, that I can think about as worthy. I mean, we can sit here and talk all day about everything that happened, but you know, we, we got to certainly move on. And, and we'll talk about the, we, we obviously talk about the big things that happened throughout the show and I think we've covered uh, AEW Five for the Fallen last night. Anything else you want to add to that? No, I did something I saw. I didn't see the match, but apparently Cash Wheeler got cut pretty bad from a turnbuckle. That's true. Yeah, I did see that. It seemed like they did cut that match a little short. Like it ended very abruptly. So hopefully Cash is okay. Yeah. Uh, there was there was a lot of doctors seeing about him. Had a big gash on his arm. Uh, I didn't see how it happened, but hopefully he's okay and we'll be we'll be good to go. Yeah, PW Insider. Uh, called it a f- completely freak accident. So uh, no no word yet on if he's going to miss any time. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we look ahead now to next week, AEW Homecoming. Obviously, the big headline match next week, Cody Rhodes and Malachi Black. It, it, I'm a little dumbfounded, I guess, is the word to use with this, that this is just happening on, like, a, a random dynamite. I feel like this is just the beginning of something bigger with these two guys, maybe. Well, no, he's got to get done with Malachi Black so he can have a match with CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, you're right. Um, So, I don't know. To me, it's just so random because this is an all-out caliber type of match. Cody Rhodes and Malachi Black. I mean, let's be real here. This is... Well, I mean, the past three weeks have been pay-per-view yeah. like quality stuff they're putting out. You're right, and I don't know. It, it just, to me, it, it feels like this is uh, the first of maybe a, a couple of more... Ma- I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do a couple of more matches, but this, I feel like it's not going to be the last time Cody Rhodes and Malachi Black are going to wrestle in the near future. So uh, I am looking forward. Obviously, there's going to be Malachi Black's in-ring debut in AEW, so really looking forward to that. I think they're going to put on one hell of a match. I think they need to go on last. Um, obviously, Jericho and Juventud Guerrera next week. Jericho must win with a move off the top rope. I don't know if that's going to come on last because obviously last night they were last, and at the end of the show, MJF made the announcement that next week you're going to fight Juventud Guerrera. So maybe next week it could be the last match, mm-hmm. and then afterwards MJF's going to come out with his fourth labor of Jericho, and it could be another big surprise. 
maybe a, a Tetsuya Naito, which yeah. would be out of this world. So we're going to see um, next week Christian Cage versus The Blade, The Bunny versus Layla Hirsch. I like me some Layla Hirsch. But she's so short. She's yeah. almost like a midget. Uh, I guess uh, legally I don't know if – because I know like legally, like I guess if you're like below like – I don't know what it is. Like uh, like like it's a dwarf. You're considered a dwarf. And yeah. I, I know that sounds like a, a derogatory word, but I think that's – the legal term for it. Let me. Look. Boy, did they drop the ball on Allie though? She, I don't think they. She was so hot coming out of Impact. Let me see. So she's four foot eleven, Layla Hirsch, and let me see what. Oh, I thought she was would be even shorter than that. Wow. Let me see. Legal dwarfism height is <laughs> <laughs> generally defined as an adult height of four feet ten inches or less. Oh, so she is just, just a, over. So she's basically the shortest you can be without being a, a dwarf. Wow! So, but hey, did you see the stuff that you learn on an amp wrestling podcast? That's right. So, but hey, did you see the bikini pics of, of Layla Hirsch that came out a oh, few weeks ago? No, she, I did not. She has, she has a girlfriend, and I think she, I think I think that was her and her girlfriend. I think she she rolls that way, which is fine. Uh, which it's a little upsetting because that you know it, it's a loss for the guys, but um, it's uh, but well. Man, I mean, there's still hope. I know plenty of girls that batted for the other team for years, but they're they're back. Well, she seemed to be pretty happy with. I'm assuming what she took a picture on the beach with her girlfriend. She was in a bikini. Yeah, her chest uh, the chest is very strong. She showing you the backside? I don't think so. Uh, no, but uh, man, she uh, she definitely got a chest on her. I was like. <laughs> Like I was she makes already, up for, for it in other ways. I, well, yeah, I, I was already kind of a, like when I, when she first came out, I was like, oh man, she looks good. Like you think I, they're real. Ah, uh, that's a good question. I, I I guess I'm about to get my girlfriend to look at them because she supposedly can tell if they're real <laughs> or fake. So, well, um, I mean, she does have some thick thighs, so maybe she does have some thick breast. Yeah, and I, I I mean, look the way she's built. I mean, even at four foot eleven, man. Like I said, it's a shame she 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 likes girls, but so that's fine. Don't like give said, up just on a loss, just a loss for the guys, you know, just a loss for the guys. I, that's I, all. I, just a temporary loss. It could be a permanent loss, but but nonetheless, she's fighting Allie next week, so, so that should be a, a very interesting match. That's a uh, two big-breasted ladies going to be in that that ring. What are they doing with Christian? Why, I think why I think, bring why bring him still, in he, if he's fighting the blade. He's still technically undefeated in AEW, so I think they're going to let him beat up a lot of these mid-carters and wrestle these mid-carters and build him up. And I would not be shocked if he got a world title match before the end of the year because when he first got here, they kind of teased him and Omega a little bit. They had a little confrontation. So I think they teased that, but then they said, all right, we're going to build you up, and then we're going to put you in a world title picture. That's my guess. So I think he's going to have probably a – a big singles match at All Out. He's going to win it. And then I think at Full Gear, which I'm assuming is what they're going to have in November, I think Christian could get a world title shot. I hope so. In, in November. So, But don't don't grind this old man down to the stone. You know what I mean? He looks great right now. Yeah, and, and you know what? I, I think he, he, knew, he knows he can still go at a high level, which is why he came to AEW, and that's his, you know, his, his catchphrase, outwork everyone. And so far, that's what he's done. Yeah. He's really been putting on uh, tremendous shows uh, in, in, that, in that ring again. Like He hasn't lost a step. So kudos to Christian. I think he's going to continue to uh, just get good wins and, hey, Eventually uh, have a, a world title shot. Yeah. All right. 
Let's move on now to uh, Mr. John Cena, who came back uh, at Money in the Bank. It was a bit of a surprise because most people thought he was going to come back on the July 16th SmackDown, but then they were thinking it was going to be the July 23rd SmackDown. And then uh, after Roman Reigns defeated Edge, he showed up to the biggest pop in WWE in in years, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Crowd went nuts. He came out, confronted Roman Reigns. That was pretty much the end of that. Came out next Monday night, or next the next night on Raw, and uh, basically called Roman Reigns an asshole oh. and said, I'm coming for you know the Universal Championship, which would be his 17th, by the way, would break Ric Flair's record, but I don't think that's going to happen, at least not yet. So they're building up the Cena-Roman Reigns feud. Uh, I think it's helping, obviously, with the ratings a little bit. And uh, I, I saw that Cena was booked to wrestle like after SummerSlam, so I don't know if he's going to be sticking around after SummerSlam or, or what the deal is. Uh, I kind of hope he is because obviously WWE is a little more interesting when he's around. Um, well, they got Cena working house shows. I saw a picture of him working with Roman Reigns at a house show. Yeah, he, he was working a house show, so I don't know. Is he going to be coming back uh, for, for a little while? I mean, for all we know, Cena might have said, hey, look, I've done a lot of movies. I'm going to take a little break from Hollywood. I'm going to come back, give you a year, or maybe till WrestleMania. Maybe he's going to stick around till WrestleMania and then kind of go off into Hollywood again. So I would imagine they're paying him dump truck loads of cash oh, to come back. Oh, of course. Back. Absolutely, yeah. That's oh, why he left th- the th- movies. Those billion-dollar deals. Uh, where do you think that's going, yeah. dude? I think, I think, basically, Vince was probably like, hey, John, I'm going to give you one of these billion-dollar deals, basically. You're going to take one of them. We're just going to keep the other. That's all you. You get the billion-dollar deal to come back. Damn. And um, maybe. I don't know. But I know they're paying him a good chunk of money, to, obviously, so. to come like back. Brock Lesnar so. money. Yeah, and then Brock's not around, so they got to pay somebody that big money, I guess. But... Um, speaking of Brock Lesnar, we this wasn't on the rundown, yeah. but there's been rumors that Brock has signed with a company that is not WWE. Some people think it's UFC. I believe it could be UFC. I, I just don't see Brock Lesnar going to AEW or any, I, I, if it, when it comes to professional wrestling, I see Brock in only one company. I think Brock knows better than to, I guess, get on Vince's bad side. He doesn't want to get on Vince's bad side because Vince has paid him a lot of money. Let's yeah. be honest. So I think he knows that going to AEW would be... And I, I know he could probably make a lot of money in AEW. I just don't think he'd fit in in AEW with what they're trying to do. So now I think AEW will be glad to have him just to get more eyes on the product, obviously. But I just don't think... I think Brock just... His, the, just Brock Lesnar as a, as a whole fits better with WWE. That's just my opinion. So... Uh, maybe he'll try to go back to mixed martial arts. I, I I don't know, but there's rumors that he's signed with another company that's not WWE. Right. And if he signed with UFC, then he could still go back and sign with WWE. I think because there's been times where he's he went back and fought with Mark Hunt while he was still under contract with WWE. So yeah. he can go do MMA and still be in WWE at the same time. Whereas if he goes to AEW, obviously he can't be in WWE. But well, obviously keep track of that story as it goes along. But, man, that would be – let's just say he does go to AEW. Bruh. <laughs> you want to talk about a wrestling earthquake? Yeah. Yeah, that that's it right there. I just don't – oh, man. Twitter Twitter would shut down. Yes. Or wrestling Twitter would shut down. The internet would shut down. Yeah, that would break the internet. and I, like, literally break the, the fucking internet. I mean, it, it would just be crazy. Yeah, first match, him and Miro. 
That would be amazing. Break the internet. But uh, so yeah, John Cena's back. Um, it's the summer of Cena. I don't think he was on Raw, but I guess he'll show up on SmackDown this Friday, uh, tomorrow. So to continue the feud, uh, which uh, they're going to be headlining SummerSlam. Speaking of SummerSlam, mm-hmm. uh, let's take a little look and see so far what a little look see. See, I don't even know if they've made any matches official yet for SummerSlam, but I'm about to find out here right mm-hmm. now. I know that like Edge and Seth Rollins, they're really pushing that. Um, I know they're right now. They got the triple threat match. Uh, Nikki, almost superhero, ASH, uh, will be defending the Raw Women's Title after she cashed in her Money in the Bank on Charlotte. She'll be defending in a triple threat with Charlotte and Rhea Ripley, which makes me wonder when the hell is Becky Lynch going to come back? But we're going to talk about that in Rumor Mill. Yeah, coming up. Where the hell is uh, my SummerSlam 2021 uh, Wikipedia page? Looking forward here, real quick. Give me a second, folks. Don't trust Wikipedia. I've trusted that thing too many times on interviews to get burned. So right now, the only official match is Nikki A.S.H. versus Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. But obviously, Roman and Cena are going to fight, and then I think Seth and uh, and Edge are going to are going to wrestle as well, and then Lashley and Goldberg. So as much as I hate to say it, <laughs> that that that's what. I mean, you know what? We talked about Brock signing with someone else. Obviously, they were talking about Brock going fight. Bobby Lashley, which is something I was really looking forward to. Maybe that's why they had to go get Goldberg because Brock was out of commission. Maybe he's doing something else, and he was like, no, I'm going to do something else. I'm not coming back, at least not now. So maybe they were like, well, who the hell are we going to get? Which, in my opinion, they could still get Big E to go cash it in, and I would rather see that, a Big E versus Bobby Lashley. I'd much rather see that than Oldberg taking on Bobby, uh, Bobby Lashley, but... We're going to get Oldberg and Bobby Lashley, and it's going to... What if Big E cashes it in before the match, and it's a triple threat? Well, I mean... Does that make it more interesting for you? A little more, yeah. I think so. But uh, I'm just... I'm I'm done with Oldberg. I mean... Just because he's not the 97 Goldberg anymore. Yeah. He's the 2021 Goldberg that can half-ass wrestle and do two moves. I don't understand why Vince keeps wanting to bring him back, too, because when he came to WWE, he really didn't do much. He wasn't the same WCW Goldberg. I mean, it was nice when he came back in 2016 and he beat Brock in a minute and a half. I mean, that was kind of cool and surprising Ah, and everything. dumb as hell. No, I like that because that was the, the shock value was there because I don't think anyone was expecting that. Mm. The shock value was there. And then obviously Brock, ultimately the next WrestleMania, beat Goldberg for the Universal title. Goldberg should have been done after that. That's it. See ya. Retire. But you cannot fault the man for taking these huge paydays, though. I cannot fault him for taking the paydays. But putting him in world title matches, it, it's... Yeah, that's dumb. You know, if he's going to come back, put him in a non-title match... Or put him in a match to put over an up-and-coming superstar. Don't fucking put him in a world title <laughs> feud because... Yeah, they're not worried about putting anybody over these because days. Because he, in my opinion, he cannot put on a world title caliber match. Against a Bobby Lashley. He can for two minutes, that's it, but... I, well, you know, that's nothing. That's yeah. I mean, could go in there and run around for two minutes, and I might be I might die afterwards, but I could probably look look a little better than Oldberg... Yeah. For two minutes, because uh, Oldberg just, and I keep calling him Oldberg, but it, it, that's how he wrestles, in my opinion. I mean, he, he damn near killed The Undertaker in Saudi Arabia, and he's just, he's dangerous in the ring. 
because he he's not what he used to be. Yeah. And then you look at his shoot style. You got Bobby Lashley, who's fought in MMA, yeah. who is a freaking genetic beast. There's no way this old dude could even hang with him for two seconds in the in a shoot fight. Come on. No, it's. It, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. Uh, I'm. I'm disappointed because I was expecting Brock and Bobby, and now I'm getting Brock and Goldberg, and I could be getting. Bobby and Big E, which would be awesome, but I'm getting the, the worst of the three. So, well, hopefully he cashes in before the match, and he's like, "I'm a cash in before the match because I ain't no punk bitch." I would hope so, but we'll see. We'll see what happens there. So, yeah, SummerSlam. Uh, it's on a Saturday night too this year, by the way. If we have not mentioned that yet, which is uh, very interesting, August 21st. Uh, looking forward to it. Nice. So let's move on now. What we got next here? Where's my Where's my rundown? All right. Oh, Cheap Pete. Cheap Heat Speaking time. Speaking of punk bitches. Yeah, Cheap Heat time. Uh, David here has got us uh, some good Cheap Heat here. David, the floor is yours, sir. Yeah, I got some Cheap Heat with stupid-ass parents at high school freshman orientations. So this is how it went down. My son's in band. So we had freshman orientation because obviously there's a lot of moving gears in the band with practicing, with going to competitions, with their yearly trip. This time it's to Disney World with, you know, marching and, you know, different stuff like that. So we get in there and the handbook automatically I see it's a it's a fucking novel. <laughs> it's like 40 something pages. So automatically I'm pissed. It's six o'clock at night. They, they, they have to go through it or. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. And this band director is like 76 years old, and he loves telling stories back from 1982 and 1978 and when he was the band director at Rose Pine and people hopped over the fence at, at Walt Disney World and he got in trouble for it and how about how students have sex in the bathroom and all these stories. So by the time it's, okay, we got there at six, by the time he finally gets to page freaking three, it's almost 8.30. 8.30. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but we were about three quarters of the way done with the novel. Mm -hmm. And not only is he talking, he has the lady that helps him run it and the lady who like heads up their fundraising and they're both talking as well. So they're just going back and forth, <coughs> this and that. And then they get to question and answers. It's 830 at night. These hard-ass plastic seats are now making me almost a cripple, mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm pissed off because this should have been like an hour meeting at the most, and we're there for two and a half hours. And then all of a sudden, these dumbass parents who either didn't listen or they don't have the mental capacity to understand the English language start raising their hand to ask the dumbest questions in the world that we've, A, already gone over, and B, your dumb ass could just read in this handbook. You were ready to get the hell out of there. Yes. I almost, I, Patrick, I, I was inches away from raising my hand and saying, can we wrap this up and let all these dumb asses read the novel? <laughs> that, oh! would have been, that would have been awesome. Bruh, I was about to lose my stuff, and there was this couple right next to me and my wife that were the main question askers. Oh. And this one guy had a voice like this. 
and he kept asking these dumbass questions. And I wanted to berate him and most likely his dumbass kid and his dumbass wife. And, oh, it was torture, dude. So if you're a parent and you have an eighth grader and you're going to a freshman orientation, don't ask questions. Just read the handbook. Everything's in the handbook. Just sit there like a nice parent, shut up, and let's get out of there. And if you have any questions, you can always email them later. Or call. Or call. Or just walk up to them after the thing's over and ask your dumbass questions. Okay. Another reason why uh, I don't know if I want to have kids. But hey, to each their own. All right. So the wife is going to my daughter's orientation coming up next week because I can't take it. <laughs> I'm going to go with well, my... Well, she's not going to high school. No, but she's going to sixth grade. She's going to a new school. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a whole bunch of sixth grade parents that are complete dumbasses too. And a whole <laughs> room of them. This isn't just band. This is a whole sixth grade. Yeah. When they open up the Q&A, I don't know if I can take it. You might have to come bail me out. Uh-oh. Luckily for me... Her orientation and my son's event are on the same night where we got to go buy his band shoes and get the thing that holds up his music and all that good stuff. So I said, I'll go with the son and buy stuff. Yeah, go 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 make those purchases. Yeah. All right, man. It's time for the rumor mill. So what you got yes. here on the rumor mill? Fightful reported WWE laid off. Uh, excuse me. Laid off employees in departments like marketing and consumer products. They haven't heard of any talent being released in this round of the budget cuts. Why are they still cutting people, bruh? You just talked about the billion-dollar deals. What's going on? Maybe they're getting ready to sell. I know, but these these people aren't making wrestler money. These are the schmucks and the jabronis in the back that are making like 30K <laughs> a year. I, I really don't know at this point. Um, I know they had their investors meeting today. I wonder how that went, but... Um... As far as WWE goes. I wonder if there's going to be any news coming out about, hey, because hey, hey. you, you think they would have to they would have to disclose if they're looking to sell, right? I guess. I don't know the rules. Since you're a public traded company. Yeah, I don't know the rules behind that, but maybe. All right. Uh, when talking about SummerSlam's Raw women's title match, Fightful Sean Raw Sapp mentioned that a lot of people were expecting Becky Lynch to be back already, but the word is she might be heading to a different brand. You know, that's what I was thinking, too, because the last couple of weeks I've been watching and hoping that, hey, we're going to get Becky Lynch back because obviously she teased she was in Fort Worth for Money in the Bank. Maybe she shows up there. There was that late edition of uh, Tamina. Some people thought maybe Becky Lynch would be there. <laughs> obviously, Becky Lynch never lost the Raw Women's title. She had to give it up when she got pregnant. And it's a lot, Seth Rollins. Yeah, thanks, Seth. Um, so I, I'm wondering, and I was thinking, you know, that SummerSlam, you know, all was supposed to be all hands on deck, biggest show of the year. Obviously, you're going to get your arguably your biggest woman star, who one never lost the Raw Women's title, to come back and face whoever the Raw Women's champion was, which was Charlotte, until Nikki Ash decided to cash in her Money in the Bank contract and become the new Raw Women's champion. So I was expecting a Becky versus Charlotte at SummerSlam. Things are a little bit different now. But then I thought, well, maybe she's going to come back and maybe challenge Bianca Belair 
for the SmackDown Women's Championship, which I guess could still be a possibility. But, you know, hey, it, if you're going to start doing that to build that up, this Friday is, is a good a time as any. So maybe Becky shows up on, on SmackDown Friday. I don't know. I don't see her going to NXT. But although that would definitely boost their ratings, but I don't see her doing that. So nah, she's too big for NXT. I, my guess now is that she's going to go to, which don't get me wrong, Becky versus Bianca. I'm all for that because we've yeah. never seen that before. And that, I think that's going to be, be tremendous. So <clears throat> I'm all for that. I hope that's what happens. Ringside News claims Becky Lynch won't be returning anytime soon. She at least won't be back before the next draft. So what? What's the deal? Like, what's the holdup? Well, maybe they're thinking they're going to wait till the draft so they can draft her to SmackDown. As far as I'm concerned, WWE, you can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> like, no one's going to give two shits if she. Like, if she shows, shows up on SmackDown, you're certainly not going to hear me. You might hear some smarks. But, but she's on Raw. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> yes, sir. So what if she shows it's up on invasion. SmackDown? So what? Yeah, like. The man anything, goes wherever she wants. If anything, you, you, I'm, I'm glad you just said invasion because, if anything, that's when Becky Lynch really started to take off. When a couple of years ago, she showed up on SmackDown, got her nose broke. Yeah. Or she showed up on Raw. I think she was a SmackDown. I don't remember what it was. She showed up on the other brand, got her nose broke, and then like you had the iconic picture of her in the crowd with her arms out, just face busted up. So, yeah, so what? Let her show up on a SmackDown and challenge Bianca. Like, who gives a shit if she signed her to, to Raw? <laughs> yeah. No one – if anything, you if you're WWE, you can go on their website right now, take Becky Lynch's picture off of Raw, put it on SmackDown – some people are going to notice it, but no one's going to give a shit. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm just I, look. I've been ex- look. I love me some <laughs> Becky Lynch. You're ready for some Becky Lynch? Yeah, like I've been like, you know, WWE's been needing some fire put in its ass, and Becky Lynch is that fire to put in your ass. I mean, <laughs> let's fucking go, man. I'm ready. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what the holdup is. Like. She's obviously still Maybe under. Seth got her pregnant again, bruh. <laughs> don't even don't even, like if if I was Vince or whoever, I would say I don't care. Okay, you, you had your baby. That's fine. It's all great. You're back now. I'm gonna go fucking buy you some some birth control right now. Either that or I'm gonna personally give you a vasectomy. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't do that. But. Because um, maybe she wants another kid down the line, which is fine. Um, but uh, I'll be like, bitch, I'm getting you some birth control <laughs> because we need you here wrestling right now because we need star power and we you are star power. So, like I said, I, I'm 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 at the point where I'm like, what the hell's going on? Why is she not back yet? She could have been. Ba- I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I'm really dumbfounded that she is not back on WWE television yet. It, it's 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 baffling to me. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she just wants more time with the little babe. Well, she she had the baby in December. She's had six months with the baby. Uh, you know. So if she's a first time mom. She's probably enjoying the whole thing. And you know she's got a she's got a nanny, so she doesn't have exactly to, she doesn't have to wake up at midnight to go feed uh, the little baby. Exactly, she just does all the fun stuff so with it, it. So if you got a nanny, that means you got your, your time to get your little ass to Raw or SmackDown, go wrestle a, a 10, 15 minute match, and then you can go back and see about your kid. 
Yeah, she's no big a deal. Time. She, I'm sure she is, but at the same time, like she's under contract. I'm sure still, obviously, and they're paying her. What, what, what's the holdup? Like she had her kid in December. That's she. So she, seven months ago, and she's been training for like the past month to get back in the ring. And I'm not saying you gotta like have her come out first night and wrestle a 20 minute match. Like obviously, you can have her show up and you squash somebody. No, I would not even that. You can uh, you can have her come back and not wrestle, and it'll be fine. Yeah, until SummerSlam. I don't know. Speaking of pregnant women in the WWE, this is why your ratings suck. Is Ronda Rousey still under contract? Because it looks like she ain't never coming back. No, I think her contract expired. I think like in uh, April or something like that. She's been, that's an, I don't even want to talk about that either. But <laughs> she she left in 2019 to go get pregnant. It took her two years, which, like I said, she may have had issues and it, it may you know be out of their control <laughs> as to why it took two two years. But whatever. I'm, I'm yeah. Screw I'm, you, I'm, Travis I'm, Brown. I'm over I'm over Ronda Rousey in WWE at this point. So you're not a subscriber to her YouTube page. Um, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm subscribed to like a shit ton of YouTube pages, yeah. so I don't really don't know. All right, moving on. Um, some have noticed Drake Maverick. Wait, we didn't talk about Karrion Cross. Oh, yeah, yeah. I skipped that. Thank you. <laughs> According to Fightful Select, Karrion Cross was originally supposed to lose to Jeff Hardy for a second time. Yeah, but then in Hardy a week got COVID. Before he got COVID. Yeah. What the crap? Well, I did see a thing that apparently, obviously, Karrion Cross has been coming out on Raw without Scarlett, and I think... The plan, from what I read, is that Karrion Cross was going to, like, I guess go on this losing streak and, like, I guess lose his mojo or whatever the fuck. And Scarlet was going to show up, and all of a sudden, when Scarlet shows up, he's going to become this monster again, as if, like, he needs Scarlet to be there or uh, something. Like she's her si- uh, She's his siren. I guess, something like that. I mean, hey... There's something about a bad bitch when she shows up. You, you, you ready? To, you ready to go now? You're son. like, I ain't losing this dude in front I, of her. I, I ain't losing in front of her. So, um, so I don't know. I don't understand the. I really don't understand unless they're trying to like. So why didn't he lose to somebody else then? Maybe because I, I really. I, that's the, once again, this is why your ratings suck. <laughs> but carry out the plan. Give him somebody else to lose to. Like, I, Y'all, I don't know what y'all doing sometimes. Like y'all, but I mean, it's a dumbass plan to begin with. He's so NXT dominant. Yes, and that's and another then he thing comes too. up and he can't beat Jeff Hardy. You got to be kidding me. And I mean, I understand Jeff Hardy's a legend and all, but Jesus, like that's uh, right, he's a legend. He's old. I wouldn't say. Well, I mean, he could still go, but he's, yeah. he's not Oldberg. But um, I don't, I don't know. It, it's. Some of the things they do, I'm telling you, it just really, it's like, it, it's, it's, this is why I watch AEW on Wednesday nights, because AEW is fun to watch, it's interesting, and it gets me excited. The shit WWE is doing these days, it's like, what the hell? I'm not, uh, uh, you you're know making what? me lose interest. Like, I came back when you the, they got the fans back, and so I was like, all right, maybe it's like a fresh start, everyone was all, you know, there was rumors, everyone was hyped up, excited. It's a new fresh start, and granted, they had a great Money in the Bank show. They had a great SmackDown back on the 16th, and they had a great Monday Night Raw. Would have been better if Becky Lynch had come back, but whatever. And all of a sudden now, you got Old Bird coming back to fight Bobby. You don't have Becky Lynch in the Raw Women's Championship, which she could still be in the SmackDown Women's Championship. You got 
your dominant NXT superstar, first of all, who has one of the best entrances with Scarlett in NXT yeah. in the entire company, you, you, you water him down on Raw. And now apparently there was rumors he had backstage heat for whatever reason. I think this was sort of a punishment, which, okay, that's whatever. But why? If you're but don't have him lose. If you're trying to make your next star, which is what you're always trying to do, supposedly, why would you make him so dominant? And when he comes up, it's like you just piss away all that momentum. Now, people who don't watch NXT, they're like, "Who is this badass mofo? He's a he's a pussy." Yeah, and. It, you know, this is the way it's been over the past few years. Rinse and repeat. You you know, Triple H built someone up in NXT, and when they get to the main roster, everyone's so hype. It's like, oh, man, this fucker's awesome, or whatever the case may yeah. be. And, <clears throat> excuse me, within a year, it's like they're just, they're jobbers. It, it's weird. There was only two people that they didn't do that to. Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. Yeah, pretty much. I mean... I mean, you got like Rollins and Ram. I mean, these guys oh, came from NXT, yeah. and, and Dean Ambrose, obviously the Shield. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Like, it's off the top of my head. I mean, you can go through a number of list of people that have come to the main roster and just fell apart, just yeah. from bad booking. And I don't know. And, and it seems like this is going to be the case with Karrion Cross. You know, you got this this dude. He, he's got the look. He's dominant. Uh, his promos are hit and miss, in my opinion. He's got the the baddest bitch, uh, <laughs> uh, probably in wrestling, uh, by his side. Yes. I mean, I don't know. I, I really don't know what they're trying to do with him, and I understand if they're trying to send him a message if he had some heat backstage or whatever, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's a lot well, just of... Just punish him by not calling him up. Don't make him look like a joke. Or make him drop the title. I get. I don't know. Drop the title to somebody worth a shit. I don't know. Or put him in like a fatal four way. Have him drop the title, but don't get pinned. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. There's. That's the thing. You're the WWE. You can do whatever you want, even if it sometimes it doesn't make fucking sense. Like, which a lot of times it doesn't already. But uh, that's the thing. Like the same thing with you know, fucking Becky Lynch. Bring her on SmackDown. Who gives a shit? Like. But you know what? I bet you AEW is licking their chops. They're like, oh, boy, we're going to have Karrion Cross in about <laughs> yeah. a year. Yeah. Give him one Tony, year. We, Tony, got, we got him and Scarlett. Tony Khan, he saw, he saw him lose to Jeff Hardy. I said, all right, cool. So let me, uh, <laughs> let me start calling uh, Karrion Cross. Hey, dude, whenever you get sick of their bullshit and yeah. come over to AEW, we'll build you to be a monster. Yeah, don't re-sign, bro. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But uh, all right, let's go to Drake, yeah. Drake Maverick now. All right. So speaking of dwarfs, <laughs> oh, how tall is he? Look that up. Okay, I'll look it up. It's got me interested now, Drake, because he he's a he's a short man as well. Look, Drake Maverick height. I, wait, before I look, yes, taller or shorter than Layla Hirsch? I think he's a taller. taller. Yeah. I, yeah, okay, five four. Okay, okay, yeah, I, I, that's true. I, when I said that, I was like, hey, he's got to be taller. Five four. I'm taller than him. That's I'm quintessential short. girl height right there. Five four. That's like perfect girl height. I wonder. Okay. Taller or shorter than his wife? You know who his wife is, Renee Michelle? You think his wife's taller than him or oh, shorter? Oh, yeah. Taller. Okay, let me look for, for sure. That. Renee Michelle. Okay, that's not the Renee Michelle <laughs> I was looking for. <laughs> was it a porn star? No, it was it was just some I think some actress or something. Uh-huh. Okay, Renee Michelle. What is her height? Maybe if you put Renee Michelle Drake Maverick on there or something. 
Five foot three. Really? Yeah, five it foot must three. Must have been the heels. Maybe so. Yeah, five foot three. So there you go. All right, Drake Maverick news. What you got? Yeah, some have noticed Drake Maverick has revised uh, revived his YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. PW Insider speculating that he could be preparing for a post WWE future. Yeah, I mean, I mean, before that he was uh, Rock Spud or something like that in Impact. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, WWE obviously is great on the mic. Yeah, and obviously, you know, with the success of Xavier Woods' channel and, and things of that nature, and you know, just the way wrestlers now can get on YouTube, Twitch, whatever the case may be, make a little bit of money. Like Zelina Vega was making more money on Twitch just because she probably was, you and know, OnlyFans. Well, I don't, she didn't have that, but yeah, she know, did. She had an OnlyFans. Yeah, she would post pictures of her doing cosplay. Oh yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, I mean, just because guys were paying to hope to see her naked. Ah, <laughs> yeah, you know they did. Yeah, so I, I would one follow. day. I wouldn't follow one day. One day, one day. I wouldn't follow her for that. But now that she's back in WWE, that ain't gonna happen anytime soon. Ain't no, she won't be posing nude. This ain't ni- the 1990s where you had all your women wrestlers posing nude for Playboy. Unfortunately, yeah, she's no Sunny. So. All right, man. I think that's it, huh? Yeah, man. Follow us on your favorite social media platform, whether that be Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. We are on there. Search Amp Wrestling Podcast. Also, find out. Where was I going with that, Patrick? I have no also, idea. <laughs> well, I was trying to. I was trying to uh, talk about our affiliate link. Oh, cbdfu.net. Yeah, uh, was well, tinyurl.com/slash/cbdfu. I just pulled it yeah. up there on the on the screen. Yeah, if you're having trouble sleeping, if you're having trouble with pain, anxiety, CBD can help you out. And cbdfu.net has fifty to eighty percent off sales daily on CBD. Tinyurl.com forward slash CBD for you. And that will help you boys out. All right, Patrick. There's only one thing left to do. Outro. You've been listening to the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast with David Boston and Patrick Fry. All opinions discussed in the show are those of the Average Marks and do not represent any wrestling company, organization, or individual. This has been a Lake Area Media LLC production.